Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Failing Forward, the profitable urban farming podcast, also known as the Drew Sample Excuse Cast. Ha! I'm one of your hosts, Drew Sample. I'm joined by my co-host, as always. You may know him from... He was featured on an episode in season one of The Urban Farmer on the Permaculture Voices podcast, and he will soon be out again on that podcast. He is the owner and operator of Flavorful Farms. You can check it out. It's flavorfulfarms.com, spelled wrong with a U because he's Canadian, Mr. Scott Hebert. Spelled right because I'm Canadian. Oh, maybe. I guess we are the only country that spells words differently in English. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know, but if someone was <laughs> wrong. No, you know what's really funny? I thought about that, like, not having the U in it because, like, um, Canada is just a lot like America, right? Like, yeah. A, like, a lot of times we just copy what's happening. Like, um, it's not uncommon for us to still use pounds and stuff, even though we're metric. Yeah. Uh, especially since I'm so close. Like, I'm right on the border. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, 10 minutes away from a border crossing, so... Um, just be like, it's just so close. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I was like debating spelling it without the U and then I was just like, no, my farm has to exist like locally. And so local, that's the local local spelling. It's the local spelling of the word flavorful. Yep. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Funny, funny, funny guy. Uh, sometimes. So, uh, what'd you get done this week? Um, I didn't. Re- we had a haul like a long weekend on Monday, and um, I didn't really have a ton of restaurant sales, but I did. Um, yeah. And then uh, yeah, I went to my farmers market again, and uh, that was pretty much it, man. I was cleaning stuff up. Uh, I had. It's really funny, man. Now that I've got all my infrastructure built, everything's just a lot smoother and a lot easier. And like, I'm doing the same things every week, but now each week is like getting more and more organized and like yeah. I'm feeling way less overwhelmed pretty much every day. Like today, like, so yesterday I went to the farmer's market and I came home. Oh, and I've also been eating really healthy too. Like yeah. super healthy, like not even any sugar for the past, uh, yeah, six days. I got six X's on the calendar and I'm going to try to make it, uh, you should do it for 30. No, I was I was gonna make it nineteen because on the twentieth I have this charity dinner thing that I would like to go to. Yeah, and so I would like to Cut lose. Yeah, well, yeah, I just don't like. I'm, I was kind of a networking thing, right? So I don't really want to be like, oh no, I can't have that. And they're like, we, <laughs> we brought all these chefs, and you, and we have your microgreens. And I'm like, no, sorry, <laughs> I don't want to. Don't want to be that guy. So no, that makes I'm gonna sense. Go, I'm gonna go till the nineteenth with that. But like today, I kind of have like a little bit of a headache from a. Just like sugar withdrawals, right? Yeah. But uh, but man, I've been like I've had way more energy. I've had like everything's just I've been sleeping better. Um, I've had a lot more mental clarity, and so everything's like going pretty well. So like yesterday, normally when I get home from the farmers market, and especially since it like since I wanted to make more money at the farmers market than I than I've been making there, right? Yeah. Um, like I get just sad and stuff. So like normally I'd come home on Saturday and I'd be like all sad and. Like I would leave my stuff in the vehicle when I got home for like a little bit and all this stuff. But like yesterday I just like, bam, came home and I just like looked out at my field and there was weeds because I, 
you know, I haven't really been weeding that much, like especially between my rows and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I have to flip over a bunch of beds tomorrow. I'll do all that tomorrow. And then I was just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stay out here and get like all these weeds out of here right yeah. now. So I worked for like uh, probably four, four or five hours just just um, with my stirrup hoe. I've got blisters on my hands now. It's pretty big, but um, I've got pretty much most of it done. So now I just got to go scrape up some stuff, take some crop residue out of there. I mean, I can, uh, I can turn over like, I got like 12 beds, I think, to turn over. So I got a big planting that's day today. A, but that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of yeah. beds. Yeah, man. Well, yep. I had some that I left in way too long. Yeah. Um, just because like the first couple of times I turned over beds, I wasn't sure how to do it or how much of the crop residue to like get out. Now I know you should just get it all out. <laughs> so, um, don't leave any in there it's not that that's not that good of an idea um but yeah man so that's what i'm doing today i'm gonna i'm gonna yep turn them over nice yep yeah i uh what did i get done this week i, I did some little stuff i don't i don't really have any beds to turn over i still got those few beds and i'm just have covered i have two beds covered at landscape fabric just because i had a lot of weed issues and then i have two beds covered in uh on a tarp with a tarp. Um, I, I think the same thing for me, man. Like I felt really overwhelmed mainly cause I didn't have infrastructure and, uh, I just felt like I was really fucking everything up. And then I don't know. It's just like, I went out there one day and I was like, all right, I starting to see things clearer now. You know what I mean? Like you just stick with it long enough and yeah, man, I do know what you mean. Yeah, and then uh, so I got my washing and drying tables both done. I moved moved those because they were kind of in the way. I moved them behind my my uh, trailer. hoop house. Yeah, well, they're next to the hoop house. Um, so I have I have those back there. And uh, what else did I do? I I cropped. I mean, I sold a bunch of lettuce to uh, the restaurant. Um, one of the sh- the chef there quit, so. I don't know. That might be an opportunity for another lead. I uh, met this guy too. He's like the manager of um, of like a Cameron Mitchell restaurant, which is kind of like this one chef opened up a ton of fancy restaurants around here. And this one, like they're definitely interested in uh, microgreens and uh, mizuna and arugula. However, flea beetles are just absolutely destroying that crop. I mean, you can still eat it, but you can't sell it at a restaurant. So I'm going to harvest this today. I think I'm just going to eat it myself and then um, sell it to people at work or give it away. So I think I'm going to try to sell it, though. Just uh, just to people at work, just so I don't – like because I don't – like the farmer's market just isn't – I could do that, but it's so far – it's it's kind of half an hour. It's like a half hour away. Oh, uh, everything for me is half hour away. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> – so- like as an urban farmer – it's kind of silly for me to to I could definitely go there but like I got so much I get so much stuff done on Saturdays man like Saturdays have been like really good days for me like I got my house cleaned I got uh just getting more organized man like I I'm spending time outside realizing you know thinking about what I need uh like I need a place to put my tools and just stuff like that like I think it's like I'm just spending more time on my farm so it's 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 making like things are making more sense like when i'm out yeah it's funny what happens when you just put in the hours i know 
That's funny, eh? He's got to show yeah, up, man. Eh? He's got to show up. Yeah, yeah eh? Eh? I do say eh a lot. Yeah, eh? Um, sometimes I, like, it depends who I'm hanging out with, but, like, I don't really think, obviously, I don't think I have a Canadian accent, but yeah. then sometimes, like, I'll hang out with some friends, and then afterwards, I, I start talking, and I'm just, like, I just, it just, like, comes out, like, really bad, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, eh? <laughs> yeah. A boot. A boot. And uh, yesterday, too, my buddy Cody, he came out, and uh, he's the guy that whose land I'm going to move on. And I just was like, hey, dude, you should just cut this lettuce with me just so you can kind of get a feel for what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a great time. Him and I both did. We were just hanging out and having fun and doing that. Um, Joel and I purchased a BCS finally. We got a rotary plow, um, a 30-inch tiller, cool, and man. another tool. So I'm trying to think. I think that's. I mean, it's gonna be really interesting next season yeah, because, like, now that you have most of your stuff, I'm really excited to see what kind of excuses you can come up with to tell me why you didn't get your shit done. <laughs> no, man. I think it's like I've been really frustrated uh, a lot of this season because it's like you know, like, like I'm still waiting on the electric to get run to my cooler but i don't know how to do that so oh yeah man i don't know how to do that either. yeah so it's like okay so i i gotta wait on my buddy but my buddy's super busy like he owns my house um he's had a he's just had a lot of bullshit that's been going on and a lot of it's out of his control and he just has to handle it so i'm not gonna like i mean i'm not gonna just you know bug him about it but i'm probably going to next week um so, I mean, like, there's just a lot of different shit, man. Like, like, having that washing and drying table, man, like, yesterday, and I had, like, this nice little uh, process down, and it's, like, the only thing I really need is a um, that just re just to re, repurpose an old washing machine, but I'm not going to do that here just because I don't have space for it. Oh, yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like, it's it's, everything's coming, everything's coming together. Like, it feels, it's it's a lot more fun. To go harvest stuff and then drop it off at a restaurant when I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I washed and I dried it. Versus, hey, man, you might want to wash it because I didn't. Like, yeah, you know I, I mean? I, yeah, I do know what you mean. I tell everyone that uh, they have to wash it. Yeah. Like, you have to wash this. I'm like, you have to wash this. But um, I'm going to get this pretty clean. Like, yeah. Field rinse it, right? But you have to, you are in control of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I feel a lot better about quality control. And even like when I harvest microgreens and I wash like sun shoots and uh, um, radish shoots, it's going to be a lot more fun when I have this this washing and drying station because then yeah. I you know I know that I can extend the life because it's like it's really hard for me to get like because you always have to wash the radish shoots and it's hard like I don't know even when I pack them I'm like man how long are these going to fucking last like they're wet. I've tried spinning them a bunch of times. I didn't have a drying station. And now I got that drying station, man. It's like a, a brand new boast of confidence. Uh, well, not, yeah, I guess confidence, but also like, yeah, man, I'm making progress. Um, and I think that's, that's like the most important thing about this year is progress. Yep. We're progressives. Just kidding. Anyways, um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's pretty much it, man. I don't really have much else to add. How much are you going to end up with this season for sales? I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, I haven't looked at that. 
Well, sounds, let's talk it about sounds, it. It sounds silly, but it's like I really want to <laughs> learn. I just want to make sure I'm becoming a better farmer. Like I, I, I think like my sale, yeah, but being a better farmer is making sales. I yeah, but making sales isn't really hard for me. It's it's mainly staying on top of all this other shit that's hard. For um me. yeah, but for me, part of making sales is actually fucking exchanging the money, and that means yeah. that you need to have a sellable product. Like yeah, it's I all agree. part. Of, it's it's not like I'm not talking about the actual making of the sale. I'm talking about everything that goes into the process to lead up to that transaction where that guy gives you money and you get to go put that in the bank. Yeah. No. Like I, that's uh, what I that's what when I'm mean making a sale, that's what I mean. I don't mean a potential for the sale. I don't mean anything. I mean the actual fucking transaction where I took them lettuce or I took them microgreens or I took them beets or something and exchanged that for money. It's the paper paper oh sorry. It's a <laughs> old bone thug song. Um I'm looking it up now. I like like I said I don't think like money if um if for me if I wanted to just focus on money this year I would have stayed at the farmers market and hustled as much as I could but I knew what I was doing wasn't really sustainable because I I wasn't I didn't have um we well, didn't have product yeah, I ran out of product because I, you know, I, I was getting overwhelmed by making sure I was going there and I wasn't doing other things. And uh, so it sucked. So I think like for me, I really want to learn, make sure I'm getting like my, my processes down. Like, okay, this is what I do when I turn over a bed or, you know what I mean? And I think too, when I'm doing this work, it also shows me like why I need a, a tilter. Or why, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's, uh, yeah, I just, um, that's why I paid for the course. So I didn't have to, I know, I know. I didn't have to go through that experience. I was just like, okay, what tools do I need? This, this, this. And then I'm just like, okay. Then I'm like, okay, when do I use this now? Well, maybe you're just, you know, a tad smarter than me. No, I think I just, uh, did fighting. And so I learned the value of coaching. Yeah. That's what that's the difference maker is that like you went to you went to school for nothing essentially yeah. right and so you're kind of probably a little bit like eh, well I don't know if I can trust like this information and stuff but for me I know that if I find a good high level coach or mentor or whatever the fuck you want to call it doesn't matter same word um, I know that I, like that's what I'm paying for that information you don't need to, to listen like like a super really close to like a low level coach, maybe take some of the like principles, what they're saying. But if it's like a higher level person, you can probably trust them a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I did. Well, you did a good job. Thank you. You did a great job. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm going to probably make, um, I don't know. It's kind of sad to say 3000, 2000. No, I've already made, I've already made that. Um, you did? Yeah. I've already made that? Yeah, I've already made over two grand. I'll probably finish out with probably 4,000. It depends on, you know, scale, if I can get some more restaurant customers. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I could have, you know, I, I definitely could have harvested all those um, mustard, all the mizuna and arugula and had microgreens and taken them down. Like, I mean, I, I could easily make more money if I wanted to, but I, I don't think. Like I I could go to the farmer's market and do that, but I, I think I need to 
I think I need to focus. Like I, I need to focus f- more on what makes sense for me, right? Like long term, and I think that's finding other restaurant customers and uh, everything like that. Because like, I yeah, but you only need to have like you only need to have w- one more restaurant customer. Yeah, then you can have then you have demand for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely, like going out and getting ten restaurant customers when you can when you're not even servicing the one. Um, that's not necessarily the best use of no, time. No, I agree, right? but like I need to find restaurants that buy microgreens because I think that's like the biggest room for growth for revenue for my business right now. Mm-hmm. No, I mean like I have that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. yeah, like I need to like that's so um, arugula and mizuna or other crops that I could sell. Like pretty much, Naughty Pine just buys my salad mix. They'll buy some microgreens. I don't know if they're going to still because that chef's not there. So I need to I need to talk to Jay, but he was he was just super swamped because him and the chef just parted away. So he was in the kitchen cooking. Um, so you know I there's I don't know. He was really happy that he got twenty five and a half pounds of lettuce from me though. But like I, I need to you know I need to make sure like right now like today I need to plant. Um, I need to get more Salanova started. Um, cause a lot of my Salanova didn't germinate last time. So I'm not getting as much weight out of my beds of lettuce. Um, cause Joel had a bunch of other, another kind of lettuce that he had planted that he just had seeds for. Like, uh, it's like the stuff Elliot Coleman used to grow before Salanova. Um, and it like, it, it actually grows really fast, but it just doesn't weigh that much. And it, it actually, it adds a lot of like character to the salad, which is why my salad looks so much better than yours. But, um, Keep telling yourself whatever you want. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just telling you facts. That's it. No, it d- that doesn't sound like a fact. That sounds like a, a lie. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't have better salad mix than the best. Drew. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. Well, like you can. You can. You can be close, but like, yeah. I don't, I don't I mean, think so. If, if whatever you whatever you need to think to sleep at night, man. I mean, that's yeah. That's how. Totally that's how cool. I justify it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I just need to, like, I think I, I really need to focus on the processes of farming and turning beds over. Like, I don't have an issue selling it, like, but I, I need to get, um, like, I, I need to get, you know, just focus on getting appointments with restaurants that are interested in microgreens and then at the same time, getting more efficient with um, preparing for beds, preparing to plant, all that fun stuff. How much do you want to make next year? Well, next year I want to do this full time. So that's not what I, that's not what I asked. Uh, I want to make like 80 grand. <laughs> you're you're going to go from four to 80. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Um, well, I'm going to have time to farm and sell. No, that's not what I asked. So I think just doing it full time, like I think, you know, I when I have, you know, a big a big thing for me now is I know. Okay, what revenue streams are you going to go to get that 80,000 bucks? Um, <laughs> restaurants and a farmer's market. One farmer's one, market. One farmer's market? Yeah. Okay. So are you going to have equal sales in both? No. I don't know. That's a good question to think about. Okay, let's divide that by two. Let's just say you do. Yeah. Okay. So you need to make forty thousand bucks at the farmers market. Yeah. So, so that's, that's like a thousand a week at the farmers market. Uh, 
No, man. How much, how long of a season do you have? 20 weeks? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably like uh, quite a bit more than that. Yeah. I think it would be 2000 I think a third, a, a third would be from the farmer's market then. Okay. So then you need to, what is it? 40,000 or no, no, no. Sorry. I'm calculating. So you need to make like 1200 bucks a farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that means you need to make uh, like just about 2400 bucks at restaurants a week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah, that would that would that would take a lot more customers than what I have right now. <laughs> but I'm going to have a lot more time to spend on it, man. If I'm not spending 50 hours a week at my job. Uh yeah, but you also got to think that it's going to like how much of that like you're inefficient at harvesting and stuff right now so how long is all that going to take like you're going to be doing over that would be like 3600 bucks a week yeah right yeah it's just a lot for uh your first time especially going from four all right uh, so let's let's shoot for 40,000 next year 30,000 okay. that's a lot more realistic yeah. because okay so even the eighty thousand dollars, though, in Curtis's system, um, is eight hundred dollars a bed for a high yield bed. Yeah, right. If everything went well and you sold it all, so that's kind of considering, right? So if you were trying to make that eighty thousand dollars, you need to have a hundred beds, right? Yeah. So like that's just that's just a lot of fucking work because you don't have any of those beds made yet. That's true. Because you're going to be moving everything. So you're going to have to do all that shit in the spring while you need to be going getting restaurant sales and you have to get your farmer's market booth set up better and you have to do this and you have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just say even if you're going for 30000 bucks divided by $800, you are going to need like 40 beds. You could make 30000 bucks on the same same space that I have for my farm right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like if mine, I have 65 beds. And if that, if I did them all high rotation and they all gross eight hundred dollars a bed, I would make fifty fifty two thousand dollars in a well managed system that I sold everything in, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like I'm just trying to help you break down your farm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to think about. Right there, yeah, man. Right there, yeah. it's good to think right about. There. Um. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. Got to be realistic about this shit. It's uh, you gotta like. I wanna, I wanna, fuck, man. I wanna make tons of money right now. Yesterday, yeah, which I made bazillion dollars. <laughs> I talked to Eric Schultz, and he he said something that um, you could do. He's done a restaurant CSA before. Like basically, the restaurant prepays him for um produce or or certain things. And then they'll pay him in advance, and then he just produces it. It's another idea on how to get some funds. Hmm. Not going to do that yet, but it's a good yeah, idea. It's not a bad idea. I haven't really had any problems with like people paying me or anything yet. Yeah, uh, I haven't. I haven't either. Yeah, it's been pretty. It's been pretty. It's been really good for everything like that. Um, like I just show up with my stuff and. I haven't had to go on terms with anyone yet because everything's been small orders, right? Yeah. So it's just not a big deal. But like, I was kind of, I kind of want to, I want to make my farmer's market booth like uh, really nice next year if I go to a different farmer's market. 
I want to make it like look really nice. Yeah. I just want to make it cool. I want to have like craft vegetables, man. Yeah. So how do you want to make it look nicer? Um, well, um, you got to make a nicer display. I think you got to get rid of the folding table. I think you have to make like, a, um, I think you have to make a, like a stand more. And you have to make it like Elliot Coleman has a vegetable, a vegetable stand that goes on the, a trailer. And uh, it's really neat, man. It's got like these flip down things. And I just thought it was very achievable for me to make something similar to that. And then I could, and you could also have all your totes and stuff in the trailer so that it's just really, really super efficient to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, honestly, man, I don't think that, um, I think if it looks good enough, you can still make sales. Like, I think it's more to do with your market than the looks of it, man. I don't think, and I think that stuff sounds cool, but I don't. I'm going to go to a different market though next year. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think a different market's going to be the key, but I don't think that um, having a stand that just seems like a whole lot of work to uh, load and unload it. And I think anything, I think just shooting for portable I've, is everything. I've art, yeah, it is portable. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be more efficient because everything's going to be in one spot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like right now, when I tear down my farmer's market booth, I have to make like mm, seven trips back and forth to the car at least. And this is just going to be like one trip or two okay. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'll design it. I've got all winter to figure that out, right? Yeah. I can do that. That's a winter. That's a wintry thing to do. But yeah, man. No, I'm, no I think that you need to. Uh, I think that if you're going to try to make a lot of money, you need to take every single advantage that you can. Yeah. To. to scratch and claw your way there like it's not a fluke right like what like i want somebody to i want somebody to walk by and see my nice sized vegetables because i you know i pick them like that right yeah and i want them to see that and then i want them to see my booth and just be like oh yeah like this is the fucking shit and then it says like flavorful farms like uh craft vegetables uh small batch whatever yeah you know that's what i was thinking of Absolutely, craft. Yeah, what's craft beer definition? I don't know. I just, I was, I was just like, I heard Greg Bird's talking about it, like yeah, the craft, craft meats. Yeah, and then I was just like, man, that's a good idea. Like, I think that's a good angle, especially like it's pretty much we're selling like designer vegetables, right? Pretty much, yeah. And I think, and then you're not even messing with the word organic, which you yeah, have some legal things if you don't want to pay the food police. So, yeah, and like when I looked up craft. Uh, I'll look it up right now. But when I looked up craft beer definition, it was like, it was like, uh, I'm going to look it up right now. Um, it said a beer made in a, a traditional or non-mechanized way by a small brewery. Yeah. And like, that's what we're doing. We're, like a, a vegetables made in a traditional or non-mechanized way by a small producer. Right. Like yeah. that's what, that's what we're fucking doing. And it's small batch. It's all, and it's good. And then I think that you got to make that, like, you just got to brand it out. And, like, I got my new logo and stuff. And I don't know, I just got some cool shit I want to do, right? Like, I would like to have, like, really high quality product eventually. Yeah. Right now, it's like, right now, my salad mix is pretty good. My pea shoots are awesome. I just just want to say everything I do is actually really fucking good. (sighs) Oh, yeah? How's your, uh, How's your arugula with the bug holes? Uh, well, I'm talking about stuff I actually sell. <laughs> I need to get. Uh, I need to. I really need to 
battle flea beetles. I just need to get the the little hoops for the insect netting. But I just it was like, man, I've already spent so much money this year, and it's and it's. But I feel like that is something that's necessary, especially if. How much money have you spent this year? Uh, I think I'll probably break even this year. Quite honestly. Okay, so you haven't spent that much money then. Mm, well, including education. I mean, like if you think like the permaculture voices trip. Yep, everything that I got paid. That's in my I think business. I, I think I probably yeah I think I probably spent eight grand. Quite honestly, oh, yeah. I'm at I'm at like <clears throat> I'm at like uh, I put fifteen five hundred of my own money into my business. Yeah, and then I put a little bit on credit cards, so I ended up being at like like eighteen thousand about. Yeah. Um. So like, uh, right now I think I've got I've just been paying off my credit card right mm-hmm. about like uh 2400 bucks now on it nice. so i'll have that paid off by the end of the month well especially when you found out that some of that credit card expense wasn't even from you oh no that was uh that was my personal oh never. yeah that was really weird i don't know how they got my number but they did 1500 bucks fucking <laughs> 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 chanel clothes yeah that's you you like chanel very much we had the conversation yeah. about that in san diego oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, all my clothes. Yeah, Chanel. That's your that's your favorite. Totally. For yeah, sure. that got resolved, so that was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. but you no, know, I yeah, I've been doing a lot better with my money lately too. I, I was kind of like when I, I wasn't in a very good position when I first started my farm, um, yeah. financially or mentally or physically. <laughs> so I was just like, it's been a battle, man. But yeah, now I, I feel, feel like, like I feel the I feel same, like, man. Like I, I mean, I've been doing DDP yoga, and then like you've been doing it again. Oh yeah, man, I've been doing it. Been doing it, doing it. Good. Right on. So, well, I have to. Otherwise, like, if I stop doing it, like, that's that pain in my hip and everything comes back. Like, it's, yep. it doesn't go away. Nope. And that's, like, something that's, like, a reminder that, you know, I need to make sure that I'm I'm taking care of myself. So, yeah, I ate, uh, I cooked food for myself this week. Um, I do need to get my, I need to stop living I just need to, I just need to, like, I don't spend a lot of money, but there's certain things that I do. Like, I, I get very liberal with my money sometimes. Like, how much money do you think you spend a day? Uh, in a day? Yeah. Depends on the day. Like, yesterday, because it was like Saturday, I was like, yeah, I'll just do this and that and this and that. And I mean, I could spend a hundred bucks easily, easily. Yeah, man. I was just going, <clears throat> like, I have my notebook now yeah. that I carry around. And then I write down my personal money in it. And um, I go get coffee every day at work, especially since I've been eating really healthy and no sugar and stuff. Yeah, I make my I, own it's, coffee. Yeah, it's my little treat, right? Yeah, one second. This cat won't shut up. Give me one second, Scott. Uh-huh. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, I... Uh, well, I'm saying coffee is your treat. Yeah, I was just... I'm at like, I've been writing down my money in my book, right? I'm at like three bucks, three, three four bucks a day about... It's really depends good. on. Yeah, man. And then, like, I mean, I have to go get groceries and that'll be like 50 bucks, or I got a haircut that was 25 bucks. But 25 bucks for a haircut? Uh, yeah. Where are got you a, going? Got a beautiful haircut. I just Jesus got, Christ. I, I wrote it down. I think I got a coffee in there, too. I just had 25 bucks and then I had nothing in my wallet at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I need to chill. Like, I need to, I need to chill on spending. Like, I mean, like, I know how to scale back and I don't, I don't know. I just get into. It. I just like to have fun sometimes, Scott. 
<laughs> so that's that's what happens. Um, twenty five dollars for a goddamn haircut. That's expensive. How much do you pay for a haircut? Um, with tip, uh, like eighteen. Yeah. So mine's like twenty bucks with tip. Yeah. So mine's and usually then, depends on who cuts my hair. Like usually it's oh, like twelve bucks, oh, and I well, just tip really well. well. Well, the other thing too is that um, I've been going to these hair cutter people for um a long time. Yeah. And then plus two, I think about it like that I want to keep my money in my circle of friends, right? Yeah. And like and like these people that have this barbershop, like like they're not like like I'm not gonna they're not gonna come over for dinner or anything, but you know what I mean? They're really nice. They actually came to my fight. One of my fights one time. Um Well that makes so, sense. Yeah, man. It's just like I would rather if like I'm gonna spend extra money on something or like tipping a waitress I don't know or something, I'd much rather tip my like my people well. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like I go in there and I, they're everybody's really nice all the time and I get really good service and it's just it's I like I like I'm I'm okay with spending extra money on things, but I want that to be on like on things that matter to me, you know what I mean? Like I'm not just freewheeling it. Like I just said, like every day is like three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. Yeah, so if no, I that's... overspend by like five bucks on something one day to help my friends or my loose network, like that's not really a big deal. I'd rather yeah. that's where I want to spend my money. No, I agree, man. I need to I mean the biggest thing I mean the biggest way that I can save money is just stop eating out. Like just be yeah. food. I mean you'll yeah. save so much money and then it's even like so let's say I want to drink I should just go back to making my own cider. You know what I mean? Like, just yep. I need to stop. I just need to stop wasting money on shit, man. That's pretty much yeah, it. I already did that. I know. As soon as I, as soon as I started, as soon as I realized, and I like, like last year, man, I was wasting money on so much stuff. I like bought this pen thing on Kickstarter. You love pens. I do love pens, but you are uh, an artist, so it makes sense. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but anyways, I bought this like digital pen. And it's like it's like got a it's like it doesn't have a ink or pencil cartridge in it. It's like it's a, a computer pen. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I bought that on Kickstarter because I was going to do a Kickstarter and I wanted to see how it worked. But instead of buying like something for like twenty bucks on Kickstarter, I bought something for, <laughs> for like four hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I probably only had like five hundred bucks. So it's just like really stupid shit like that. Like it's so funny when you're when you have no money, how you're just like, oh well, I already don't have money, might as well spend it. <laughs> oh, I'm already in debt, might, yeah. like, might as well keep this train going. That's what you actually think. Like that was my actual thought pattern. Was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like more, I'm already screwed. I already don't have money. I might as well have some shit I want. But it's not actually shit I want. But I actually do like that. I want that pen. Yeah, yeah. I bought a bunch of new pens this week. They're hopefully coming in the mail, so we'll see how that goes. I would like to have the perfect pen and the perfect notebook combination. Right now, the notebook I got, the paper's a little thin on these moleskin notebooks. I don't really like it so much. I think I could do better. And then I would like to get a leather notebook holder. Yeah. Um, just so that it, it I looked cool yeah. when I was holding around my fancy notebook. Yeah. Yeah, and then I want to learn how to like write really nicely. So that I can write faster, so it's more efficient. Because like I, I like I suck at taking notes on my phone, man. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, like I just get so distracted with it. I've been trying to leave my phone alone a lot more. 
uh, other than t- I really like listening to books and stuff on it though and podcasts. So that's why I, that's kind of how I justify most of my use of my phone. But like when I go out in my field, unless I have a a book with headphones on, on Facebook, I, yeah. Don't don't look at Instagram. <laughs> Seriously though, it is like don't look shit up. Don't text people back. Like if your pocket vibrates, don't look at it. Right, like it's all yeah. distractions keeping you from your shit. Where if you just power out, like two hours of work, you're gonna get a lot of shit done. I usually just set my phone down. Like yesterday, I had my phone. I set my phone down, and I like I I got it to take a video, and then I put it back down. And I went back to work. Nice. Oh, actually, no. I I took that video right at the end. So I don't like to have yeah. my phone. I do like when I'm working. I just also too because I don't want to get dirty. I don't want to ruin it or anything like that. Oh, I got the little life proof waterproof case. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. You would. I'm just teasing. So, what are you gonna get done this week? Um, I'm just gonna get a whole bunch of shit planted out, and then, um, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of stuff planted out today because I got the whole day. And then you know what? I actually. Don't really fucking know what I'm going to do this week. Like, I'm going to go make my sales and stuff. Yeah. But I just have so much less. Like, before I had this big list of stuff to process my way through, but I pretty much processed my way through most of it now. So yeah. now I'm like, uh, I guess I can do maintenance y stuff. I guess that's probably what I'll do. I'll probably pull back some landscape fabric and just fix it the way that I think it should be now that I've, like, you know, kind of already been through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I think I'm kind of probably going to do more stuff like that. Like, it's really funny because, like, even like I went out and like I've been putting off weeding and stuff for like a long time, and I just like every day I would go out there and I'd be like, "Oh, it's so weedy. Oh, it's so weedy, right?" Yeah. And then like yesterday, I went and crushed most of it out, man. And now it's just not fucking weedy anymore because I pulled out all the weeds. Yeah. So now I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Um, I think I'll probably just clean up and get organized more. I was trying to. I really, I really, really would like to set up my washing station to be um, efficient, because like this week having my washing table and stuff and being able to hose stuff off on it, it was just like so much easier. Oh, you know what I'm going to do this week? Actually, you know what my goal is? This every single week before the farmers market, I've had to wash stuff and process it in the morning because I wasn't that organized. I would like to eliminate 90% of the washing I do in the morning. So I don't mind if I have to put stuff in bags, um, like portion out in the morning. Yeah, why don't, why don't you harvest it like on uh, Wednesday, put it in your cooler, <laughs> wash it Thursday and dry it, and then Friday you can just bag it. Um, because I have to do my restaurant orders. Oh. So I got to do that. And then Thursday I drive around all day because I got to go do my fucking all that shit right and then usually i've been pretty tired and so i don't really want to start harvesting for the market and i'll try to harvest my farmer's market lettuce as close to the friday as i can so normally what happens is i'll come home from work on friday and i'm just like i have like whatever seven six crops to that needs to get harvested right yeah and then i'm like i'm at work all day and i'm like yeah like i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna fucking get all these carrots harvested and all these beets harvested and all these turnips and lettuce and all this stuff. And then I get home and then I'm like, 
I'm tired. What's the point in doing this? I'm only going to make a hundred dollars at the farmer's market. <laughs> I get really sad and then I don't do it. And then I wake up on Sunday, Saturday morning and I'm like, Oh shit. No, I have to go to that fucking farmer's market. That's the most important thing. Like if I'm not going to make sales, like what's the book important doing it? So, <laughs> so then I get everything and I harvest it all and I, uh, wash it out. And then it's just like, yeah, man, just panicking. You know what I mean? You're supposed to be set up by 9.15, and uh, I usually, I mean, I haven't done that once. I did it the first week, I think, but other than that, nope. Yeah, I was always set up on time, man, and I had to, like, harvest uh, the night before, then I'd bag everything the day of, or I'd harvest the morning of, and then bag everything, and that was, that. I mean, I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to do that hustle and bustle anymore, like, it wasn't. Even though I made money, but it's like, dude, this is so much fucking time. Like, this isn't, this equation isn't working. Like, I need to, I need to, to, to slow down and take a look at what, what am I doing? Like, I, mean, mm-hmm. like, I kind of like, I'm, I'm having that, you know, when I was eating breakfast, I was thinking the same thing. Like, okay, what am I doing? I'm saying I want to, I want to be this farmer. I want to be full time. But are my actions really lining up with my goals? And like, that's kind of, what i've been asking myself a lot recently and that's why i think i've been you know making a lot of strides on the farm and 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 making a lot of changes and getting getting leads with with restaurants again because it's like okay i'm not thinking about how overwhelmed i am and i don't have like a poor attitude or i'm not like so caught up and oh i'm not making as much sales as my goal was it's it's more about okay look you're not look you're you're definitely not going to hit your goal this year so yeah. what what can you do? What can you learn from this year? Because this is you know your first year. And yeah, I think you. I think you need to stop asking for permission. Like I think that sometimes you you look to other people for like it's like oh like let's see what Scott thinks about this or like let's see what Luke thinks about this or you know what I mean? Yeah. And really, you should just take the fucking action. And well, then the reason no, the reason like, why okay. I do that is because I get really fucking hasty, man, and then I make bad decisions. Uh, yeah, but that's how you do shit. Uh, it's you have to have a mix of like a calculated haste, if that makes sense. Because it's it's not like I don't want to um just dump a bunch of money into something and then find out oh I could have done this a way better way. Yeah, like because I've done that too many times. So, I know but that's why you bought the course. I know that is why you bought the course, but the course doesn't give you instructions on everything. Like the course is a guide. The course is, is, is a blueprint, except everybody's situation's different. Uh, kind of. It's got a lot of information in there. No, man. I like the course. Like I'm not, no, I clearly <sighs> like the course. Drew guy. hates the course. No, what I'm saying though is, is that, you know, everybody's situation is different. <laughs> everybody's climate's different. Everybody's market's different. Like, you know, you have to, you're going to learn most by doing it. The course is a great reference guide. Curtis's book is a great reference guide. JM's book is a great reference guide. But it's not, you can't just, well, you can't follow everything to the T and expect to get the same results because you aren't those people. Like that, that's not your story. That's not your life. However, you can learn from their story. You can learn from their life while you're writing your own. So I think that's that's the biggest thing, man. Like I, I think, you know, I, I want to be a lot more calculated with things, and 
Like, I, look, I definitely need to take more action. I'm not going to say that I don't. And I definitely, and I, and I 100% agree. Like, there are times when I, I, I just ask too much instead of just fucking doing shit. And I 100% agree with that. But at the same token, it's because, you know, you, it's because I don't want to get too hasty. Like, I, I, I always can get too hasty. Or it's like, you know, I'm just going to do this. And, and then to me, doing this means spending, <clears throat> spending money. A lot of times it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa it's, you don't have to spend money. Let's plan this. Let's, let's, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's the issue. Like this year I just did it. I didn't plan it. I just started it and then I got overwhelmed and I fucked up a whole bunch. But now that I've been fucking up a whole bunch, it's like, okay, I really see the value in planning. So now I'm going to be a really efficient planner. Uh-huh. I don't know if any of that made sense. I, feel like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like you tuned me out there for a little bit. You're like, me? oh, excuses, 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 Drew. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, but that is that is what it is. It's. I mean, it's not 100 percent excuses. It's like you know, there's there. No, but the thing is with excuses is that they're all legit, right? That is true. Yeah. They're every single one of them is legit. They're, like, like there's true. nothing that's there's nothing that you said to me this year where I'm not like, oh yeah, like that's not uh, like, oh no, that's stupid, or like just get over it, right? Yeah. But like that is pretty much the answer to dealing with every single excuse. It really is. I and mean, like, like Curtis, it, it Curtis sound- said something in one of his videos this week, like you know, it didn't germinate well. That was it. He's like, I'm not going to complain about it. Just how it is. So I just got to move on and do what I got to do. Yeah, man, that's what happens. Like shit just happens happens it doesn't have good or bad attached to it it just is yeah it's what it is you know what exactly I mean? yeah you want know um i sold i got rid of some of my cats this week nice yeah and then um my mom lost one what yeah she wanted to keep this really fluffy one and we called it charlie have you ever seen that video on the internet where that that uh that little kid's there and he's like oh charlie bit my finger no have you ever seen that no what never seen have it you, have you ever even used the internet uh yes. Weird. Okay, so we named the cat Charlie because Charlie was the cutest, fluffiest one. He's the best. So we're keeping him. And then, uh, yeah, man, I went over there and I went uh, and got my dog and I was taking my dog for a walk. And yeah, man, uh, the cat probably got lost at like five o'clock. Must have like snuck out the door or something. And then so then I went to bed and I got a text and it was my brother holding the cat. <laughs> it was just trapped in the cupboard under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was really sad for a little bit. I was yeah, more sad because my mom. Yeah, I was a little sad because my mom was sad. She was like, <laughs> she was just like, oh, it was really funny. That is super. It, well, it's funny after he showed up. I was like, there's no way that cat got out of the house. Yeah. It's hiding somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Under the sink. Yeah, that's funny. Well, well, yeah. So, um, I'm good. Did we do your goals? Uh, no. I think my goals are still. I'm gonna get some lettuce planted, and um, what are you gonna do today? Today, I'm gonna clean some trays, some more trays. Cause I have a ton of trays that need to clean. I'm gonna harvest the arugula and mizuna, wash it and dry it, and then I'm think I'm gonna package it. Give it away to friends. Nice. Solid. Solid. Sounds good. Oh yeah. Um, well badass, man. Well let's uh 
let's uh, do this next week. <laughs> Anyways, so guys, if you go to um, the website and the show notes, you can see where you can get Bocking 4 and 14 of Comfrey from Mr. Greg Burns, who I'm going to, I got to get out to Greg Burns this, this week. That's, that's my goal. I think next Sunday, cause I want to, I want to talk to him about like heritage breeds cause he's really into that. And I had a really fascinating conversation with him cause I know, I don't know shit about it. And, uh, so that's, I think that's going to be my goal is, um, getting out there and talking to Greg Burns and cool, taking man. some video of his farm. Like, cause you know, I did that with Steve. It's just, I got to line up with my camera guy. And uh, get him get him out to Zanesville. So, um, but anyways, Zanesville, yeah, Zanes, Tucky. Uh, anyways, so go to uh, the show notes, click on Nature's Image Farm. It will take you to Facebook. You can send them a Facebook message. They will have a website soon. You can also pre-order chickens and forest craft meat chickens, Thanksgiving turkeys, and pre-order a pig. He doesn't have any pigs, but you can put a deposit down for when he does. Uh, also, go to newfarmsupply.com. Grant Schultz has been putting out some really cool fucking videos on Facebook, man. I like his oh, like yeah, videos, they, dude. They're oh, super cool. Yeah. You know what? I started putting out my weekly newsletter, and I need to curate content on that that I've already seen. And that's what I was thinking about. I was going to send that one out, that 10,000 Trees one. Yeah. I was going to send that one out in my newsletter. Yeah, him and... Like, um, so there's like a cool video that I've seen, right? Yeah. Him, yeah, him and Raleigh. Yeah, Raleigh. Yeah, Raleigh. Because Raleigh was at PV3. Did you get to meet Raleigh? Um, He's a super cool I, dude. Yeah, I don't think I talked to him. I I don't, I don't know if I talked to him. Uh, he's close with Neil and Grant. Um, yeah, he's doing like the tech he's, stuff. Yeah, he's helping them. Uh, he's helping Grant produce a podcast. Grant has a podcast coming out soon. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so anyways, check that out. Um. So go to new, newfarmsupply.com, use code word sample, save 20%. And finally, profitableurbanfarming.com. Go there. If you click on the link in the show notes, you can save $100. And that's it, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening once again. Continue to give us some cool feedback. Um, anyone, you want, anyone reach out to you this week? Um, I can't remember. I've had a couple... Yeah. People say stuff. Uh, Sam McLemore reached out last week, I think. Um, About the podcast? Yes. He just I, always, I always get jealous when people talk to you and they don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm, well, like, I don't know. I'm the one that produces it, Sam. Uh, no, I'm just teasing. Who, yeah. Thanks, thanks uh-huh. for listening, Sam. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, man. I've just been kind of like some people I interact with, some people, yeah. you know, just like a little messages. Yeah, it's hard, but it's like, it's cool. Like, a lot of people have been saying, like, what I'm doing is inspiring. And I'm like, oh, you mean how I'm fucking up and not executing at all and all these goals that I want? Thank you. I'm glad that inspires you because I feel like a failure. Yeah, you're setting the bar real low, Drew. Setting the bar real low. Real low. That's super achievable for everyone else. (laughs) Oh, they're like, oh, Drew fucks up all the time. I can do that. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Anyways, today was fun. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Scott and I appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Oh, uh, well, hope you guys. Yeah, that's it. All right. Bye.